Hi, and welcome to episode two of Tomversation. I'm Tommy Jacket, and today uh, we're joined by a good friend, uh, beauty writer, um, Queen Gronk to the Daily Talk Show, which was uh, my past failure, I mean fame. Uh, Gemma Watts, welcome to the show. Hi, this is nice. It is. It's like old times. We're straight yeah. back. back this here. feels good. It does? Yeah. I mean, the one thing we do have missing is Josh Jansen. Yeah. But, I mean, that that was – I always think about, like, the things you've done in the past. You want to honour them. You don't want to sort of look back or, or even try to look forward and, and forget about all your history because I yeah. think we, we had such great times. And there is one thing, like, I had this idea over the weekend, Gemma, um, that I wanted to I wanted to bring a bit of Josh Jansen to the show mm-hmm. by – you know, which is honouring him. Yes. And he, he doesn't have time for me. I mean, we, as much as He's we had- He's a busy a, man. We spoke for an hour today. We basically did a podcast, oh, so but we nice. didn't record it. So so you, you had just a normal conversation that people without podcasts have. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's what that's called. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, that's, that's basically how the Daily Talk Show started. So, But I, I think we exhausted all of our um, talking on a podcast together with the Daily Talk Show. But- I wanted to bring a bit of Josh Jansen to Tomversation because I do mm-hmm. love him. He's he's a unique, um, interesting, entertaining, eclectic, <laughs> whatever. One of I'm a kind. A, in, yeah, one of a kind. So <laughs> this this platform that we record through is called Riverside. Mm-hmm. No, I mean they're not they're not paying me for this. Um, but it would be nice if they did. Yeah, and they do have a great function called a soundboard. And mm-hmm. so throughout this chat, Gemma. Um, in case I get a bit, you know, tongue-tied or just lost for words, don't have the right, you know, question to throw at you, you might, you might hear something like this. What's been the highlight of your day? Oh, my God, I love it. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's the first one. Um, you know, when it gets a bit tricky, I'll throw you this one. What's your biggest challenge? <laughs> I hate that. Uh, and then, you know, when, when, when I've really stumped you with that one, I'll hit you with this. Who's it for? What's it for? Yeah. That okay. that had to be in there. Okay, look, amazing. I mean, it's it's a bit gimmicky, but I do I do really, no, I really love it. Love it. <laughs> love it. How long did it take you? This might be breaking the fourth wall, but how long did it take you to go through and find the sound bites? Literally, there was two of those in one episode. <laughs> Unsurprising. Um, but there were they were also in hundreds of episodes. So how nice. Uh, there was a couple like I mean George GB. And I was talking about this. If you if you kind of got no concept of GB as well, he was from the Daily Talk Show too. We worked together at a big media company. Anyway, I spoke to GB about it, and he mentioned um, ask. Uh, he mentioned this one. Who's it for? What's it for? And mm-hmm. the first grab I found was Josh asking GB, "Who's it for? What's it for?" <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, Josh is with us. Mm-hmm. In in soundboard form. <laughs> Love it. I would like to just like say get someone on, you know, that doesn't have any concept of who Josh is or, or the Daily yeah. Talk Show. And I just. What's your biggest challenge? <laughs> I almost, now that I'm really thinking about it, I wish you hadn't given me the heads up yeah, and yeah, just yeah. out of nowhere. But that's okay. We can surprise someone else with it. Um, but how are you, Gemma? Very well. Very yeah. could, Couldn't be better. Too hot. I don't do well in the heat, but that's okay. Yeah, I went you to- can't, You can't do everything. We, we, grew, we grew up, I mean, you grew up over 
the, where I live now. I didn't grow up mm. in this area, Bulane, but you grew up close by. Did you ever go to the Templestowe pool called Aquarina? I was going to say Aquarina. Yeah. I've never heard it called the Templestowe pool, mostly no. because I think it's Doncaster. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's edging, edging towards it. Aquarina. And I was talking to my mother about this this morning because whenever I see a bull ant, I am immediately transported back to Aquarina because they have those big stairs in yeah. the car park. Oh, my God. Why any parent is putting themselves through the pain of getting a toddler to walk up those stairs after a yeah. day of swimming, I do not know, but they did it, and I'm sure you're doing it now. But yeah. there were bull ants the whole way up the stairs. Yeah, I'll tell you, there still are bull ants. And Stunning. Literally, Bodie and I went yesterday. It was 34 degrees. Do you have to walk the- up the whole stairs? Well, yeah, we actually took the stairs. No, there's a, there's a sky bridge now. They've updated since what? you probably last went. There's like a bridge from the car park all the way across. Then you catch a no. lift down. But we walked the stairs up. You're making that up. I swear, I swear to God, they got some good funding. Local Doncaster Council have absolutely spent big and built a, a sky bridge. That has blown my mind. <laughs> but, That's um, where we had our school swimming as well, now that I'm thinking yeah. about it. And so we, I mean, it, it's it's something I used to do when I was 12, 13. I'd catch the tram in Elstonwick up Glen Huntley Road and I'd get... Uh, go to the, the Caulfield pool, but it was the outdoor swimming pool. It's where we did our swimming mm. carnival. So it's like there is a lot of history at these places. Yeah. Um, we went yesterday and I see what water slide. We w- so we went on the water slide. Mm. Bodie's first time. Absolutely <gasps> nailed it. Oh, he would have loved it. He's got no fear. Yeah. I mean, he's he's too young for it, but he's it's yeah. a couple of weeks away. His birthday. I, I wouldn't lie. I said I wouldn't lie. I wouldn't say that he's five because he looks five. But they said, how old is he? I said, four, he's nearly five in a couple of weeks. And they said, fine, no worries. Because he's, he's a big been boy. on the BMX track since he was yeah. about six months. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, but the swimming pool is one of those places that you really have to, you, you have to take your mind somewhere else. You can't be thinking too much about what goes on in that pool. No. It's disgusting. Oh, that is truly where ignorance is bliss needs yes. to come into play. It's it's so filthy. I mean, I caught myself looking at something floating by and I was like, absolutely not. No, no, thank you. It's it's horrible. Oh, God, I forgot like what public pools are like. Here yeah. I am with just these blissful <laughs> memories. But oh. Yeah, when you're, young, when you're young, you don't actually think about that stuff. No, not in the slightest. Because, I mean, grown-up people start doing things like get engaged, which is what you've just done. Oh, oh this, this. Congratulations. I actually ha- I've spoken to you on text, but I haven't spoken yeah, to you. In, in I'm the suddenly human form. left-handed. I exclusively use my left hand for everything. Oh it's yeah. A strange <laughs> phenomenon. Have you um has any random person commented? Yes, I got my Go nails done on Friday for the first time and the nail technician was very impressed. Do you think it's something that people go to as it's like a generic compliment, right? I'm yeah. not saying your ring's nice. I am saying it, but I'm not saying I'm in general people like if you just say beautiful ring. Yeah. It's it's simple. Yeah, it's a go-to. And so mm. it is a good conversation starter, which and is like, oh fuck, I, this is what I've done. I've just used but, it as a conversation starter. Nah, but it's a safe one for a stranger as well because I obviously don't have the wedding band on as well, so there's a it's a pretty safe assumption that I've I'm recently ish engaged. And right yeah. she was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's been a, 
bunch of people that have been engaged for many years because of COVID. Yes. And I saw you getting married very soon. Me? Aren't you getting married in like eight weeks? Are you joking? Two weeks? No, I would sooner remove a limb. I'm getting married in like two years. Oh, I thought I saw something about- Right. Maybe you're just already planning it. That's the thing. You're already- You bought a book, didn't you? Like some diary? This. I'm using it as a coaster at the moment. No, I got- This was a gift. This was sent to me. But it's friggin' genius. It like breaks down everything by what you want to start doing each month. And as you can imagine- I, I, we know that I love a spreadsheet and, oh, yeah. do I? Look at, I mean, this is not a visual medium, no. but you can see it. So it's oh, just, it it's actually, just, is, it's amazing. is it for dummies? Like, is it wedding planning for dummies, which is nothing, basically, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I, a lot of my, and no offense to my girlfriends, but maybe a little bit of offense to them. They got so stressed about wedding planning and I'm like, are you guys a bit dumb? Because yeah. it seems pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of money. It can be stressful. I understand I wouldn't know. that. I would know. <laughs> Amy, Amy absolutely nailed it. Yeah, but for she's our a week. genius. We we got married in three months, mm. um, but there was a baby on the way, and yeah. we were going on a long trip overseas, and we thought let's make that our honeymoon, which is, well, a, I mean, was a yeah. great idea. I just figure because we want to get married in spring just for weather mostly, but yeah. also the number of people that have had to reschedule their weddings because of COVID. Mm. I'm like, I don't want to be trying to you know, push it with dates and everything. Like if we just push it out, then we can relax. So I figure we do venue and then we just chill the fuck out for a little bit. I assume that this is a podcast where I can swear. You can. <laughs> oh, there is an explicit symbol. It's not Wonderful. like your your podcast glow journal. There's I can't say an explicit symbol. I think we've there's a few episodes where there's a little Did you cheeky click cheeky. There is explicit language yeah. in this? Yeah. You gotta. Yeah. They might take it down. Um one thing I was thinking about Gemma was the you you put out a post talking about how you got unfollowed. Oh my god! Yeah, what a trip. What was this for, and why? Oh, Same okay. Question. So, I mean, I would like to preface this by saying I genuinely am unbothered. I know it'll probably sound like I'm bothered because I'm talking about it, but <laughs> I kind of get it. So between it all happened in pretty quick succession. We had. Christmas, which was a special Christmas because it was our first one in our new home. Then we got engaged on the 28th of December and then on the 2nd of February we flew to Fiji and we had a week's holiday. So we're so lucky that like in the last 12 months we've Mm. settled on our home, we've got engaged and we got to go overseas. So I lost a few hundred followers during that time which I kind of get it from a self-preservation perspective. If that's going to trigger you and make you feel upset, then go for it. What are they, like anti-swim-up pool kind of, yeah, swim-up perhaps. bar kind of people? Now, nah, I guess if you were just having a really, like the holidays can be a crap time for people. I guess yes. if you were having a really shitty one and so many people were in lockdown, yeah. I get that you probably don't want to watch Old Mate Watsy living her best life. That's fine. Um, and then, but the the... This is what the most amusing part was. We got back from Fiji. Chris, I'm pretty certain he got COVID on the plane home, like Mm. if we look at the dates. So we had about three days of freedom, then he got COVID. So I happened to post that. Not all woe is me. And I made a joke 
um, that perhaps didn't translate and I just said, oh, all of these people unfollowed me when I was having a nice time. Can someone go and let them know that we're now <laughs> locked down because they're missing out on this content? And then some woman who I don't know sent me a thousand words on let me tell you why they've unfollowed you from a different perspective. And it's been such a hard year, blah, blah, blah. I yeah. fucking know it's been a hard year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How could you not be aware of that? The internet's wild. I mean, there's, there's a few areas. There's the empathetic thinking, which you did, which was uh, it's been a hard year. Mm. They're seeing something that they haven't been able to do, which is understandable. I haven't been on a holiday in ages. Mm. I'm still following you. But then... So you can go down that path, but then so what was what was the other perspective that this person had? Was there anything uh, interesting? No, because it was more or less what I had already said, and she was saying, you know, maybe they've just done it because it was bad for their mental health, so on and so forth. Mm. I this might sound nasty of me. I can't really relate because even if I'm having a bad time, which again I'm not, mm-hmm. so maybe I just don't know. But if I see someone that whose life I take an interest in, which if I'm following them on social media, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's how low is the bar. Um, and if they're having a nice time, I'm just happy for them. Yeah. I mean, but, that I don't is know, something I, I love about you. Maybe I jealous. Yeah. I don't know. I don't it's, know. It's, no, it's why I brought it up, celebrating others. It is – I've been thinking about like it, it is an ultimate superpower to see people around you and even there is an energy in seeing people you don't even know that you've been – watching from afar or just uh, come into contact with from afar, whether it be on your TV or, you know, down the shops. And when someone does well, actually celebrating them internally, yeah. seeing a win for them, sending them a message, like there, there is such power in that, like the energy that it creates within your own body. And I get that it is hard, but I think it's not to say that you never experience moments of being triggered by someone or their success, or it's hard because if it's, especially, I'm not referring to that situation for you, but if it's something you want, mm. I guess it is a holiday, or if it's something you want, a business, sure. or, you know, some creative project, or, you know, family, like, it's, our instant reaction is to trigger what it means personally to ourselves. Yeah, I think it's it's an odd one as well, because I don't think celebrating, like, being a cheerleader, but then also you know, maybe feeling a pang of disappointment or whatever that emotion might be, those things aren't mutually exclusive. You can still mm. celebrate other people and then be a bit like, done. Mm. Mm. I mean, they're, they're, they are kind of counter emotions in that if you're in the, in the moment of, ah, it's annoying me, you've, you've sort of pushed aside the celebration. But it's not to say mm. that it doesn't just sort of you can go back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It's an odd one. I think, again, like I've just, I've got to be careful because I am having such a nice time. So I don't want to be that bitch that's like, why can't you just be happy for me? Because, well, you don't want to be, you don't want to be that, as you said, bitch. um, (laughs) You don't want to be that person. But you can also, I mean, in terms of being liked, where does that, where does that sit with you? Oh, you know me. I, um, I, I ebb and flow with it. I err on the side of um, I, I'm not really phased. There's that it's such a corny, corny quote, but I think it's so appropriate. I don't even know who said it. It's been attributed to 800 different people, but it's like you can be the ripest 
juiciest peach and there's still going to be someone that doesn't like peaches. Mm. I just think as, as long as you're being nice to people. Too sweet. If, yeah, you know, potentially. The peach is too sweet. Too soft. Like I know you're sweet, but you're, it's too soft for me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But as long as you're just being nice to people and not being an asshole, if people don't like you, then okay, you haven't done anything. Yeah. It is what it is. I also think about it in um, there's probably people that I don't love without any real good reason. I just yeah. am not interested in what they're putting out there. And that's a more that's a reflection on me, not on them. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah, you just yeah. Flip that, it, that is the point. You're looking that as a reflection of yourself. And so yeah. there are exactly people that are that I see and I can't understand why they make me feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like and I just and I and I and it doesn't go any further than I don't know why I feel a bit uncomfortable around whatever they're putting out or doing and maybe I don't know if it's like I can't say it's intuition because it doesn't lead anywhere other than just saying hmm I know what you mean though it's not intuition but I think it can just be a feeling in your gut I did I had a spiral on the day that we left for Fiji that has just popped into my head and it was so out of character for me that Chris was like, what is going on? You don't yeah. usually care about this stuff. I did, it's so minor, I did a Q&A on Instagram because we had heaps of time to kill at the airport and one of the questions, people, a lot of people were asking where we were staying and I wrote back saying, hey, guys, I'll share all of this when I'm back. Because when you think about it, that's really me saying, like, hello, this is my exact location for the mm. next week. Would be which like is kind of what address. checking in on Facebook does. Yes, <laughs> which is why I always do it after the fact. Okay, and then yep. when I was in Fiji, I just put, um, I, I just put f- like, a generic Fiji tag. But pretty yeah. much everything I'm posting on stories, none of that is really in real time. But... Regardless, I think it's different if you're at a restaurant compared to, hello, these are my exact coordinates for the next <laughs> seven days. So yeah, Room number. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was like, do, do you want me to drop a pin? But I, I just said, look, guys, I'll share all of that when we're back. Just hope you can understand. And then I looked at the little stats on the story, which I don't usually do, and I think 20 people had shared it. And then I got in my head because I was like, they are all sharing it going, who does this bitch think she is? We don't yeah, we don't yeah. care about her location. She's not a celebrity. And then Chris said to me, or they're just sharing it to their friends going, oh, awesome. Keep an eye on Gemma's page in seven days' time because she's going to talk yeah. all about Fiji. That'll yeah. be interesting. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Or there's, it, there's a hit squad out for you and they yeah. are trying to work out where you are. Yeah. No way of knowing. But <laughs> here I am. Yeah. I mean, Jewelry and all. Yeah, you know. Any um, what's it like traveling at the moment? I haven't. I, I, Amy and Bodie went on it, and and Matilda went on an aeroplane. Matilda. I drove. Yeah, she's the princess. I have my whole phone is just screenshots. Chili girl. <laughs> it's sad. so is my mum's because then I send them to her. I, I do. I don't check that that sort of like what's happening with your stories, but there are some of ba- of baby Matilda that are getting saved down. She's the best. <laughs> Um, but, um travel yeah, yeah yeah it was fine the process I don't know what it's like now because it changes so often but getting over there was easy being in Fiji was great the hotel organized all of the testing and stuff for us mm. the only time we were stressed was before we left we were looking at the flights and originally we had 
I think it was an eight and a half hour stopover in Brisbane and it was going to be more difficult to just do an eight hour stopover in Brisbane than it was to get in and out of Fiji. I called the hotline. I spent so long on the internet and everyone was telling me different things. And then I finally got through on the hotline and he just read out what I was looking at on the website. And I'm like, right, but that's not answering my question. So then we ended up changing the flights. Yeah. Thank you, Bris Vegas. But yeah, fine. Wasn't wasn't stressful at all. Mm. I mean, you, yeah, the, I the the thinking around a Q and A on Instagram, mm. I've I've never done one, and I think I'm probably a, a user of Insta uh, of social media that thinks, you know, what it's probably negative on myself. Like, why would anyone want to answer this? Like, I don't even know if someone will answer. I could put one out right now. What do I say? They will. What what <laughs> what are you asking? What do you what well, do I that's say? That's the fun. I always just say let's have a chat, and then most of them will be beauty questions. But I love the ones that are just like, "What are you having for dinner? Where did you buy your top from? What's your biggest challenge?" <laughs> yeah, thank you, JJ. <laughs> do, you, do you reckon has that been asked of you? <laughs> pretty uh, people get pretty deep with them. Someone asked me the other day, and I didn't get a chance to answer it because I don't think that a fifteen-second story is the right, um, not medium, but I don't, I don't know. She said something. You needed like, a bit longer to talk yeah. about refugee status. <laughs> not not quite, but yeah, she yeah. said something like, "It wasn't what's your biggest challenge," but she was saying, "You know, you seem pretty upbeat all the time." How how do you do that? And then it's a it's a tricky line to kind of walk because I'm like mm. this is just my disposition at the the best of times. So, so you, are you saying that when you because I I would agree I I said um vouching for your disposition from being around you I could imagine that when you're sad and mopey it's also in this a similar tone to how you deliver. You're happy and bubbly. Yeah. Yeah. It's all pretty one note, um, which is why I was no good at YouTube many, many moons ago when I thought I can crack the YouTube beauty market. All of yeah. the comments were like, why do you sound like you hate it? <laughs> <laughs> the best the best comment, I can't remember if I said this on the Daily Talk Show, but the best comment, I, I laughed so hard. Someone said, um, <laughs> you, you are like the Bernard Tomic of beauty in that you're very good at it, but you clearly don't want to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, cool. But yeah, when I'm upset, it's I don't know, I'm just pretty pragmatic. Like if if I'm feeling down in the dumps, I'm just sort of like, okay, well, you know, is this the end of the world? So Probably what is not. the blow up to y your fiance now? I just had to drop that in there. Um fiance oh, Chris, fiance. what is the you said you having a bit of a spiral? How does that oh. play out? What's what are you actually saying and, and what kind oh, of Oh, I just I'm just quiet and withdrawn. As you can okay. imagine, that's how you know something's up because <laughs> he he actually has the opportunity to get a word in. He's like, <laughs> What's going on? I'm like, I don't know, man. I think people are talking shit about me behind my back. And he's like, You have literally no reason to think that. And then I just kind of went and got a drink and moved on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't dwell for very long. But that's that's your spiral. Yeah, that's my version of a spiral. I'm very fortunate. What um, what's some other patterns? Like, for example, I I know, and this is just something I've fallen into, and I guess it's good because I'm observing my thinking and and the pattern. But I, if I get a coffee, and I'm I'm on the judgment instantly. 
and I just I just know that's there's nothing that positive about it. It's not it's not fucking you know <laughs> Australian Idol for coffee, but it's like I'm I'm not a judge <laughs> at some competition. But as soon as I get it, it I could let it ruin my moment of sipping it. And I and I've now as I'm bringing it up, I'm like, oh, don't be a fuckhead. <laughs> if it's a little bit cooler than you like, it's not going to kill you. And yeah, do you have anything, anything in, in in your in your life that you're you're thinking? You know your pattern going into it. Not really. What's your biggest challenge? I mean, it was a thank you again, JJ. My biggest challenge just in life is um parking my car. So I guess now that we're allowed to leave the house again, the the daily Gemma pattern is just. The stress around where am I going to park? But well, you got your license. What what in your license was the required uh, maneuver that you had to pull off? Oh, three it- three point turn, the easiest thing ever. <sighs> and I, but I've got reverse cameras and things. I just would sooner remove a limb than reverse park my car. What is so it? Every time, what's the car? No, but no, I know what's- it's a Bentley. It's no, yeah, it's, it's a, that's exactly what it is. What is a nice little Mazda? Little yeah, small, little small zippy. Mazda. Yeah. I mean, I, Quite possibly the easiest car to park. Sure, it, I mean it's. <laughs> I'm sure that it is, but for only front ways. And what do you think it is about parking? Um, <laughs> no, I, um, I got a form. Actually, I got a message from Amy today. We're filling out a form for Bodie at and his daycare. Fine, going, going to a new one. But they said, "What What are your anxieties?" And it's interesting thinking about a four year old's anxieties. That dark. was a question for him. Yeah, which is kind of, I guess, progressive, or they want to yeah. understand. I mean, we're so used to identifying things as anxieties nowadays. I mean, maybe five, year, ten years ago, it's like you don't want to say the A word. But, yeah. you know, I wasn't but thinking I about But I still don't want to say then. it because I don't want to – something that I'm just a little stressed about, I don't want to then brand that as being an anxiety because then I feel like that could potentially minimise people with actual, like, diagnosed anxiety as opposed to anxieties. So yeah. I'm still, I don't know. But, I mean, at, on the level of anxiety, I mean, it, I don't think it's not medicated or not no. medicated. Like, you can't, we all have them. I think this is probably why, as a young teenager, I never identified as having anxiety. And it's interesting because you... What fast forward ten years, fifteen years, I now know the trigger. What anxiety will trigger in me is like a controlling nature, or you know, there's things that come out as a result, and they're coping mechanisms mm-hmm. of anxiety. So I think you, I mean, you can, I can, I think it's, you can say you're parking your cars and anxiety. It's I'm okay, honestly, Gemma. I'm really <laughs> thinking now, and that's pretty much it. Not a lot. I'm pretty unflappable. I'll probably regret saying that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, there's not a lot that rattles me. I mean, surely we can um, psychoanalyze you a bit harder. Oh, and, go um, be my guest. Who's it for? What's it for? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, oh. maybe, that's, maybe that's why I'm, I'm not rattled by a lot because I'm constantly just like, you know what? It's all good. I'm yeah. just doing me, baby. That's, it's fine. <laughs> Confidence, uh, mm. you have a lot of. Yeah, it's not lacking, is it? Is it? Do you think confidence is something you're born with, or you? Nah, no way, not at all. It's learned. Yeah, I and feel so very what, strongly if it's, about that. If it's learned, 
like the piano. Actually, I couldn't even learn the piano if you gave me. I could play a few things, chopsticks and, you know. I, I haven't tried, <laughs> but I reckon I could, but so I you've don't lear- want to. So you've learned confidence. Yeah, big time. And that's I have had many conversations with my parents about this. I was bullied pretty relentlessly in primary school to the point where they were going to pull me out and move me. And Anxieties mom, or you weren't allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, oh, you know what? I still don't even think it was anxieties. It was like, Beyond. <laughs> yeah. It's something different. It was just, it was just very broken. sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then mum had felt a similar way when she was in school. So she and dad drilled that whole thing into me from pretty early on that was just like, all right, Gem, as long as you are being kind to people, you literally don't have anything to worry about because anything else that anyone's going to criticise you for is not that big a deal as long as you're being nice to people. So from then on I was like, okay, well, if someone doesn't like me because of the way that I speak or, you know, the way that I dress or the music I listen to or whatever kooky Mm. interests that I had at the time that I was getting picked on for, as long as I'm still being kind to other people, none of that matters. So I think from there, I think that's where the confidence came from because Mm. I was just like, whatever, as long as you're being nice to people, do what you want, say what you want within reason and just, yeah, just enjoy. I mean, hard times, you know, create Mm. a a stronger version of yourself. And so that's resilience, right? You have to go through something to, to gain resilience. I mean, it's, it's heartbreaking seeing a young child, like my son, nearly five and talking about people not like him, you know, these concepts that he can't even understand at a surface level, yes, it's like, won't play with me, won't share yeah. toys. But then as that gets deeper, I, I, what I'm amazed with is how early on he has brought to us concepts that I, as a 33-year-old bloke, still am trying to sort of get my head around. Like, they haven't clicked for me. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, it's crazy because it's, it's scary, it's sad at times it's but then it's also reality it's also what he has to Mm. navigate i mean there was times that i got bullied but then i just tried to bully bullies i just tried to be tougher or you know come out like and so but that's all just like young coping mechanisms which i still see if you're analyzing that it's someone with insecurities it's someone not Mm. knowing how to cope it's not understanding that these words from these people you don't care about and don't want to hang around don't mean anything and they shouldn't impact you or you you shouldn't let them in. Mm. Don't let it ruin, you know, the person that you are. I wonder how things are different for teachers than they Mm. were when you and I were at school because when I was in primary school, we had MSN and that was it as far as social media in inverted commas. But now, like, they've got access to tech from – Day dot. Yeah, I mean, it that's just a- opens up so many, plat like different. You know, previously when when I was being bullied, you would get home from school and then that was your respite. Whereas now, like like you get home from school and then you would open up your computer and then it would just keep coming. Mm. Very it's, different. Yeah, I mean, it it is your world when you're young, as oh. in thinking about what others are thinking of you. Yeah, thinking about how how 
you know, and, and some of it rubbing off on you and actually you believing it. That's the crazy mm. bit. I don't think I stopped agonizing over it until probably, oof, I think I stopped agonizing over it by the time I was about 16, so probably VCE. Mm. And then, but I was still trying to be accepted by people that were never really my friends until maybe second year of uni. Yeah. Which probably was, I met Chris early. My first year of uni, and he was like, "These people are not very nice. <laughs> why yeah. are you? Why are you spending so much time trying to get them to like you?" Yeah, I mean that—that that is always the hindsight that people will probably have of mm. when they have true friends. They're like, "Yeah, these other surface level, you know, people that didn't respect or care for me." Mm. Um, one of the triggers, though, and I'm and I'm sure you'll experience this if you if you have children, if you decide to, mm-hmm. when you see your kid going through something. So for me, I oh, yeah. I always felt like I had teachers um, telling me off, or me doing the wrong thing, or or blaming me. It was mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest thing of being accused of doing something, you know. And God, that is a trigger. When, Even when I got that, yeah. And I was I was on the the other side of that. It's funny, just that you forget when you're a kid. You think that teachers all have the same personality, if that makes sense. Like there's a rule book that they have to follow. But then as an adult, you mm. think of anyone that you know. It could be a teacher and they all have different personalities. The teacher that I had at when the bullying was at its worst really, um, really loved the popular girls. Uh, so when we, when my mum went up to the school to talk to her, the teacher was like, do you think maybe – it's Gemma's fault that this is happening. And mum's like, um, no. Mm. I don't think Gemma wanted to be the only person not invited, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's so tricky because we're we're talking about humans and all humans are flawed. Totally. Teachers were students. And they were, I I mean, I've told that story on the Daily Talk Show. I guess I could tell every story for the first time on this podcast, can't I? Go for it. Yeah. Where there was a teacher who I asked on the way to school, I was walking from the train station, bumped into her, and I asked her, what are you up to for the holidays? Where are you off to? What are you doing? You know, just banter. I mean, yeah. I do it now. I've actually been paid for it in my life yeah. to do some banter. <laughs> uh, so up yours. But I said to her, a bit of banter, what's up? And she kind of just, I can't even remember the what, what was said because it was so boring. And next minute, I'm in the principal's office. This is the last day of the year. And she she was thinking that I was going to rob her house. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this is a – I wonder – you know what? I think back to teachers and, I, and I'd love to know their age and mm. just more so so I can mm. align it with where I'm at now in my life. Yeah. Was she 33? Was she 28? Where was I at 28? How would have I responded to that? And I was probably a handful, so I've got to take some credit in being an absolute maniac. But I was at a private school. It like I yeah. wasn't some fresh out of juvenile detention it's where a it would probably make sense. Um, but yeah, she thought I was going to rob her house. I just remember feeling so sad, and oh, that's like course. an ultimate example of being blamed for something or you know accused of something that you definitely didn't do. Yeah. It's, oh, my God, you asked what she was doing for the holidays, not where do you keep your spare key. Yeah. Look, I got nothing from her house. She'd 
cleared it all out so that yeah. when I did rob it. And that's that- good that she knew to do that. <laughs> if anything, she should thank you for giving her the heads up. Yep. Yeah, she gave me the key as well. <laughs> I thought That's that was nice. a bit strange. Yeah, it's it um, is. yeah, but it's, I mean, isn't isn't life funny? How there's just things that if you don't reconcile with them or you let them take you when they happen, like mm. you know being judged. And I and I'm one hundred percent guilty of still having you know sp- spirals of feeling attacked or all of those things that I once did. But if you, but if you haven't talked about it, I mean, it's you should. It's yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, how, yeah. it's how you can get to the other side by sharing these things mm. and moving past. And I think that's young kids that are, you know, fourteen, fifteen, however old, teenage, on Snapchat or receiving these messages. If you haven't shared the fact that that's happening, because it's so easy not to, right? Yeah. It's so easy just to think I'll put that to the side, but it never is like that. The mem- the thought, the patterns start snowballing when, you know, you get a sniff of a potential situation like that again. Mm. And then you can, I mean, it's, I don't know if this is the case now. I feel like kids are pretty woke now. That's the oldest yeah, yeah, I've yeah. ever sounded. But I just, I I'm felt. I'm pretty sure it's actually real lame to say that now. Yeah, I think the, it is. The young kids have actually flipped that on its head where it was like a, you know, pointing out someone's ultimate progression. I, lo- and now I love the young to kids lean are pointing in. back at us saying, you're an absolute boomer for saying what? Yeah, <laughs> I love that though. I really get a weird thrill out of just leaning into the stuff that cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. teenagers think sucks. Um, that's my that's one of my current yeah. favourite things to do. But, um, yeah, I just remember feeling like I I couldn't be – visibly upset or um anything like that because i don't for for guys i don't know if this was your experience at school but speaking out about i'm upset about the following you look a bit weak whereas mm. for me for i think for a lot of women and even now if you speak up about being upset about something you can hear you'll often hear back oh stop taking things so seriously you didn't get the joke lighten up, it's not a big deal, get over it, so on and so forth. And then when I got to a point I was much, much older, if something like that would happen, I would just say, hey, that's actually not nice. And then mm. that catches people off guard because they're like, oh, yeah, ugh, how embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. A uh, friend of mine, <clears throat> Tom Harkin and Tom Bell, were, they um, have a business called Tomorrow Man. Mm-hmm. And they facilitate, it's it's much bigger than those two. There's many people in the business now, but they facilitate hundreds and hundreds of workshops every year with men and young boys. And they also have a another side, Tomorrow Woman, I think, where it's you know a similar concept and approach, obviously, the other side. And so they're talking to young people in classrooms and they're getting kids opening up crying, which, I mean, you know, one of the thoughts, you know, Toxic masculinity and the the con the, the yeah. conversation around that, and as a toxic male, you know, I can really push <laughs> back on that concept, but I can also definitely agree that I was part of that generation on the back end. I think of keeping it inside, toxic nature mm. of not you know not even standing up for yourself, but not calling something out for what it is, or being around your mates where you are present enough and mm. and. The the term woke I actually f- think fits quite nicely in that what could woke mean 
it means that you're more aware and yeah. conscious of the moment and how things are feeling, how you are being perceived, how the other person is perceiving what you're being like. And so it's a present presentness mm. in a moment. And, and yeah, like it's interesting because I think this it's cooler now. That stuff has become cool. Yeah. Mindfulness is cool. Very like think, much so. I think about the shit I was up to in my teens and later years, and and I and I definitely am saying this with oh, dropped dropped something. Um, I'm definitely have you ever this, been on a podcast before? Nah, first time, first time. Shouldn't touch the mic. What's that? Um, no, the we my friends and I would talk a lot about thinking, and we smoked a lot of weed, so we'd be thinking, you know, what's this? What's going on in our heads? This is interesting. Yeah, like thinking about thinking. It was Either very the, relaxed or very paranoid. It's going to yeah, be one of the two. Yeah, definitely. But it gave us a great insight to mind. Which um, now maybe there's just less substance, more structure to the conversation around your own mind and mindfulness. Mm. But um, no, I do love it. It is encouraging. Bodhi and I in the car, um, he was telling me that his mind was thinking this. Like I'm really trying to get him to, and I was so proud of him because he did it by himself, where he was, my mind was saying this and I don't want to be that. Like he was saying, my mind was telling me I wanted to keep doing this, which is a naughty thing, like be naughty, but I don't want to be a naughty person, Dad. Oh, and he's, so he's just the best. Like oh. that's a four-year-old. Yeah. Still can't understand metacognition or any of these concepts uh, that explain what the fuck's going neither on. Neither can I. <laughs> but I feel like and I hope that the younger generation are actually able to put a bit more, you know, understanding and structure to these things and implement them. But that's because you, know? you and Amy are encouraging him to do that. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah, he's on a rigorous four hour meditation session a day. Of course. So yeah. he's up to, you know only a few four. hours a week. That's <laughs> hmm. yeah, good. No, is um do you meditate Gemma Watts? I actually don't. I d- I mean I sort of do. I do it like at the end of Pilates, but I should. What does that, what does that look like? Oh, uh, it's a, a, like a body scan meditation, which okay. is just still meditation. I yeah. journal I do the 5-minute journal cuz Pete told me to. Yeah. And you know, if he tells me to do something, I'm going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simple He's- as that. His middle name success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's on his birth certificate. Who's it for? Mm. What's it for? <laughs> it's it's for Pete. <laughs> that's yeah, who it's yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the byproduct helps helps Gemma. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll finish up with what's been the highlight of your day. Uh it's Chris's birthday. Oh, that's great. So that's nice. Um, is he at work or he's a chippy? He so is. A, did yeah. they take the day off? Is that a nah. RDO because of how hot it is? Nope, because they are um, not union workers. Okay. So they they just work through. But he really likes it though. He's He comes home exhausted, but I've, I've got a cake. I'll light some candles. He's not big yeah. on the birthday thing. And then he's doing night school at the moment as well. So he'll come home and... Do four hours of study, which is a fun thing wow. to do. Yeah. That's um he's doing that on his birthday. Yeah. That's dedication. Yeah. What's your biggest challenge? That big biggest challenge is that. <laughs> biggest challenge is that I have to cook dinner on those nights. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh well, Gemma, I really appreciate you coming on Tomversation. I appreciate you having me on Tomversation. Great it's- name. I love oh, that. Thank you. Jill and Bruce Watts really like that as well. Did they? How are they yep. going? They're great. 
They yep. they knew about the proposal. They were across ah, it. Ah, sneaky dogs. Yeah. The um, how are they across conversation? Just asking. Because I went for I walk with mum on Mondays and Fridays. Great. And she, you know, asks what's news. And yeah. last Friday, I was like, well, I was just listening to Tommy's new podcast. Oh, so, there you go. Yeah, they're onto it. Uh, if you would like to hear Gemma on her own podcast, the Glow Journal podcast with Gemma Watts. Season four. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? How many episodes are you up to? 82, I think. Cause we d- but I mean more than that because 82 episodes with brand founders and then on the off weeks we do bonus episodes where mm. I rope a doctor in to answer all of the questions that I simply cannot. Yeah. But many bloggers do think that they can answer them and I hate that. Have you seen that they do like a, a follow now? It's not like a subscribe. I think you can follow yes. podcasts on Apple Podcasts and also that Spotify and other platforms. Yeah. They make it more like social media where you yeah. follow somebody rather than subscribe to them. I say so, now that I don't like it, but give me two weeks and I'll be like, what yeah. was it What was it before? Well, either one, follow or subscribe to mm. Tomversation and you can find us on Instagram at Tomversation or myself at Tommy Jacket and, of course, Jem Watts. What's your handle? Jem K Watts. But in two years' time, it'll be Jem Diamond. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's, that's your partner's second name? Yep. Holy shit. Are you going to change it? Because then you stuff all your links, all your backlinks. Yeah. Well, most, I mean. Are you the Kardashian yeah. that would never change it? She didn't Kardashian. Oh, did she go Kardashian um, Kim West? Did she do she that? Was, she was KKW. Okay. Um, no, I, for any, if it were any other name, I wouldn't change it, but Gem Diamond is too funny. We'll um, see you next week and have a good day. Goodbye.